0: Hey, uh, welcome to the pre-episode pre-ramble with Dale and Luke. Of course, I'm Dale. Uh, of course, I'm Luke. Of course, it's pre-ramble because we're rambling in a preamble. We're going to tell you about stuff we've got coming up, aren't we, Luke? Uh, i have going to drop this on him like a hot sack of shit. We've got the best RPG coming up as one of our next episodes, in which we create a tabletop RPG, and then the one after that, we test it out on some people.
1: Are we? Do we have several
0: groups? We will potentially do several groups or we might just do one group we're not sure yet uh the the thing is part way through at the moment and uh we've been having a whale of a time we can't wait to show you but it is taking longer than expected so without further ado, ado. adieu, adieu, A here is an interim episode of the best podcast with dale and luke with dale and, oh, that was mine oh. there's only one podcast with dale and luke so this is The Best Podcast with Dale and Luke. Welcome to The Best Podcast with Dale and Luke. I, of course, am Dale. And I, of course, am Luke. All right, so today on The Best Podcast, we're going to fix politics. We're going to fix world politics. World politics. You, you think they're broken? Yeah, well, they're not broken now because we fixed them just now in the time that's coming up after this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So are we are we looking at the, the systems at play or are we are looking at the, the people and in involved, or what are we doing? Everything is on the table. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I would say that the first problem with politics is that it relies upon people. Yeah. I'm not a fan of democracy.
0: Not a fan of democracy? No. Nope.
1: Okay. Um, I think it was Winston Churchill who once said
0: that uh, democracy is a flawed system, but it's the best flawed system, is the best damn
1: system we got. He said that's in his words. Um, I remember various trump pundits um saying after he won but not through the popular vote that democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner right and in that case the people are the dinner well the sheep is right the other side the lesser this is the logic behind it i don't support the uh the idea of an electoral college in the u.s i think that Fucking with democracy is even worse than having democracy, not having a straight democracy and telling the people that they have a democracy, but it's just, it's not a good system. If anyone had studied like ancient Greece, I don't know why they'd pick democracy. It didn't work. It turned badly for Athens very quickly and they never went back to it. They chose fucking pirate Kings and shit over, over democracy. Yeah, but that's uh, kind of the whole
0: point. It's kind of a, the illusion of choice, is it not? It's um, democracy is a placeholder that kind of uh, you know tells the masses that they've got an opinion, and then it works as strongly as possible to try to mitigate that opinion.
1: Well, yeah, but it or influence that opinion. It creates a mob, is what it does. Mm. And even if the mob isn't the majority, like we saw with Trump's voters. There's still a big enough mob that it's a problem, and this is uh, okay. So one of the last. This is not so different to the electoral
0: college, though, with Australia and its many electorates. Oh uh, yeah. And with them the, each having their own like one
1: seat, but different. Uh, different population races. Different populations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they they already have that problem in the U.S. with the Senate as well. Yeah. Um, Senate representation um, and population representation is just haywire. That's a representative democracy. Yeah. So there's there's Immediate problems with democracy, yeah. as we can see. And in the case of ancient Greece and, and ancient Athens, the, one of the last leaders was uh, a demagogue and a brute, much like Trump is, hmm. um, Cleon, Cleon the Butcher. And yeah. yeah, he was he was not great and he was voted in by a loud mob. And that's, that's what happens with democracy. I think if they were going to have proper democracy, like with the ancient Greeks... Then you should have the the flip side to it, which was the exiles. Like yeah. that, everyone would vote not not just on who they wanted to stay in power, but they would vote on who had too much influence, mm-hmm. and they would be um, sent to Libya for ten years. Right? They would just you, you would just cease to hear from them for ten fucking years, and then they'll come back and try that luck again. Which is kind of like what happened with Pauline Hanson. So again, it doesn't destroy; it doesn't get rid of the problem forever, right? Yeah. But ostracizing people—this is this is what it was called—ostracism, turning people into ostriches. No, no, but it's it's sending them to Libya, where there more, are that's ostriches. Yeah, Libya. it's much the same thing. Yeah. it's sticking their heads in the sand, right? Yeah, so you don't have to hear about them for ten years. Ah, right, that's yeah. where ostracize gets its name. Yeah, ostracize gets its name from the, uh, the the little pieces of ceramic that they would carve their votes into, which uh, archaeologists call ostracoi. Right, yeah. Okay, well, the Romans
0: definitely had uh, a couple of varieties of uh, democracy on their way to the imperial system. Yeah, yeah, the the Republic of Rome we're talking. Yeah, Republic of Rome was, uh, you know, uh, after, uh, you know, there were too many kings and the Romans kind of, you know, the Romulus and Remus story was that there were to be no kings. Um, Caesar famously avoided being called a king, yeah, even though he wore the crown a couple of times uh, in jest, as he said at the time. Yeah,
1: he, he was a bit more of a dictator, though.
0: Yeah, and they actually had dictator as an official role. In yes. fact, some of what they did with the dictatorship, I mean, it sounds scary because of what we know about dictators, but uh, some of it made a lot of sense whenever they were in a time of war. They would elect a dictator, or the Senate would elect a dictator. And basically, that dictator, what say what they say goes until uh, their specified period is up. So it yep. allowed for them to do some very rapid uh, decision-making in
1: times of war or conflict. Yeah, and we've seen this uh, used as a plot in the Star Wars prequels. We've seen this happen to... <laughs> Negative effect when he convinced everybody they should be at war. Uh, Adolf Hitler was given the same pa- uh, Chancellor powers. Uh, dictatorship. Yeah. It was, it was a lot more uh, rigid in the Roman
0: times. Like the dictators had uh, specified terms and they had to relinquish it. And also there was usually somebody who could revoke the dictator's power, but that was it. They could revoke it at the end of the term. Yeah. And will- so a, a dictator was a temporary uh, temporary position that was um, kind of,
1: yeah, yeah, someone rose to it temporarily. They got together and revoked Julius Caesar's power and it just resulted in emperors.
0: Uh, Yeah, that was slightly different and it wasn't inside the dictator um, system. Julius Caesar took power by creating a large civil war. In fact, the largest that they'd had at the time. Yeah. And managed to take Rome uh, by force with Roman soldiers. Yeah. Um, so I think that's outside the system and kind of outside the, it was already broken by that stage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and surely it was yeah. why I was able to do so. Um, but there were a couple of, uh, interesting, I guess, uh, sort of mechanisms that they had in place in order to keep, uh, you know, checks and balances going for those sorts of things, uh, including like. There there were their own imbalances. Like, obviously, the plebs didn't get as much of a say in the early days, but eventually they kind of tumbled towards something that worked a little bit. But that seems reasonable, right? And we're not here for reasonable solutions. We're here for solutions. And so I would say that, you know, democracy is in, but, but it's going to be sliced in a different way. We'll make it, uh, we'll make it so that uh, there isn't one voting day. So my biggest solution is that we take voting days and we split them up over 10 weeks, keep everything else exactly the same as, uh, say, the Australian electoral system. Yep. Right, but now there are 10 different days to vote. Each electorate is assigned one of the days to vote, and that is kind of luck of the draw on which ones, but it stops things like media campaigns being able to, you know, crescendo up to a certain date, And it also means that the public has a little bit of a way to react to the progress of an election as the vote count is updated, uh, you know, at the end of the day on each of the 10 days. So it's kind of like a
1: progress thing. So you reckon you can leave it eight days or something into it and then decide who really deserves a kick in the guts and then vote the opposite way or... Yeah, yeah, the people (laughs) would be able to turn. Yeah, Okay so you'd be able to you'd be able to see in real time who is the actual underdog and whether to support them or whether you've been fooled by the media into believing that yeah okay i I get that it's very easy for the media to sort
0: of yeah build that crescendo towards election day at the moment like uh it's very easy for them to run the narrative if they just beat it into the ground over a certain amount of time, but if that mm. were to last
1: for ten weeks longer, then the fatigue would. Um, kick in too heavily. Well, this is a neat thing that's in Australian politics where we have limits of, on how long people can campaign, can campaign for, whereas the US, they're, they're already campaigning for later this year. They started late last year for campaigning for late this year. Yeah, and I remember the 2016 one just had a ludicrous run and it was like two yeah. and a half years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, uh, possibly longer. Where, whenever it was that Trump started tweeting at Barack Obama asking for his birth certificate <laughs> and shit like that. It's basically. Did we ever
0: get that birth certificate? By the way,
1: (laughs) no, we didn't. (laughs) Yeah. How can the dude find it? Yeah, can you find yours? Show me your birth certificate. I actually have it. I don't have mine. Mine's been reprinted, though. I have had mine reprinted, but I've lost it yet again. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, Neither of us could
0: be the president uh, if we're up against Donald Trump. No, it could be proven
1: that we are African or something. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, Donald Trump's got uh, a reasonable chance of winning still, but the, the DNC is picking Bernie Sanders and that's, that's pretty radical. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. It feels like it's kind of, uh, you know, a
0: bit of a knee jerk in the opposite direction. Um, honestly, yeah. he looked like he was going to get it last time, but for, you know, some, uh, you know, last minute plays there from the DNC. Some um, nefarious ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much to read
1: into it, and I didn't really follow there's it. That definitely totally a the time. conspiracy, and he's lucky he hasn't killed, been killed by Hillary. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Or like Hillary, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she should butt out <laughs> because yeah, Sanders is a, a socialist, and that's fine. It's not the boogeyman people think it is. No. Americans are just fucking retarded, anyway. <laughs> well, there, there's actually. And this goes back on democracy and a bit on
0: capitalism and all kinds of things like that. If you and this is not necessarily the naysay on either system, but uh and you see this a lot in systems design, um, which I'm a bit familiar with through software, is that if you run absolutely anything to its logical conclusion, it becomes batshit insane. Yeah. So if you keep running like with say, all capitalism all the way eventually you'll end up with a twisted version of capitalism where capital is, you know, really, really lopsided, Yeah. which I kind of believe that's the phase we're in. Um, I've heard it
1: referred to as late-stage capitalism. It is. It is referred to as that. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: When you're eating ham, does it seem a little bit stringy? Is that because you're buying stringy ham? Buy not stringy ham. Not stringy ham is available in no supermarkets. You should definitely buy not stringy ham. Go on,
1: I dare you not stringy ham but this this does go double for socialism and communism as well. I mean the the perfect example being under Mao, Mao had this idea that um, it, the only true way to have a pure people's revolution was to have a constant revolution. <laughs> And thus that no one could become intrinsic, like, you know, no one could become the the upper class or entrenched in their government positions or their public service positions and no one, like, there can be no um bribery or graft or corruption if there's no one at the top who's in power all the time in order to, you know, sink their... Their their roots into the system and and exploit it, which kind of like a um an internal combust- combustion uh, society. If, yeah, yeah, if yeah. That's always constantly exploding and replacing itself. Yeah. But that of course set the young against the the slightly older always, and the, it, it it was violent and it was stupid. Well, I mean that's how the sun works, and it's been going for fourteen billion years. Yeah. So this was Mao's concept: is that literally that people should revolt constantly against whatever the last revolution was, but always a communist revolution, a true, a true communist socialist revolution, just right. b- completely happening again and again and again. And so that that got tiring. <laughs> well, I mean, that
0: if, if you zoom out far enough, that's kind of what's happened with all political systems. You've just got to kind of measure it at the right speed. So if anything, <laughs> he was just, you know, being very productive.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was a number of wild things under Mao, like the Great Leap Forward's not good. Um, the... The Cultural Revolution was kind of insane. Where he starts the idea with let a thou like let let a thousand flowers bloom. Let a- let a- all of your ideas. We want to hear your ideas, and that gave them you know a list of people who had ideas that were against the state, and they could then go and kill them. You know, so the- they they got things done. It's just kind of dark, and now with Xi Jinping, the the, the leader for life. They're, what, a half-capitalized socialist society that is able to still generate, like, top-down efforts to build a hospital for 16, no, 1,600 people in 10 days and shit like that. Hmm. It's, yeah, like, they've done remarkable things with communism, but they haven't been able to keep communism, pure communism, all of the time, because that would be insane. Yeah, Yeah, well, I I
0: guess that's it. There needs to be a number of measures from all of the systems that we're kind of familiar with. I mean, there's a large amount of all of these political systems is people management. Like, it's just moving people into the right places, getting them onto the right things, getting them the right programs, getting them the right support, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. So a certain number of them have that in common. Like, there's... We're seeing more and more over time, like a lot of the systems in America and China are starting to kind of converge and look a little bit more like each other with
1: every passing year. Yeah. Who manages the managers? Um, God. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the problem we're facing with the US at the moment, for instance, is that there's no checks and balances on that cunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. like Yeah. I, I think Especially you're right. Especially now there- after he beat the impeachment. The first one, we'll, well, there's still time for him to be him to be impeached because he'll he'll get elected in 2020. So there's still time for him to be impeached on worse things that he just goes and does. Yeah, I mean, let's touch on that for just a moment because my god, it's
0: it's fucking it's so <laughs> it's depressing a- and continuous. It's, and it's just a- like oh my astounding. god, astounding. Just you you have full blown senators blocking witnesses from taking the stand. Uh, I'm sorry, but you don't get to be the free country if you don't hear witnesses at yep. trial. That's, that is, like, absolutely one of the... Ten- I don't know what the pillars are of democracy and freedom, but Although, I think witnesses being allowed to take the stand is probably up there.
1: Well, what what's this thing about the USA, though? Home of the brave, land of the free. and <laughs> Doesn't seem very brave and doesn't seem very free... Yeah. But again, I mean, this is. Except for the postage. The how, postage is. Quite how cheap. can we manage the managers? You know, okay, so they've got the term limits in the US, which I imagine Trump's going to try and get rid of in his next four years so that he can stay four more years or longer again. I uh, feel like that one, like, that
0: one's probably a little bit too deeply rooted for him to go there.
1: I don't know. It was, it was a, a fun plot point in the Watchmen comic. Where um, yeah. Nixon, because they'd won the Vietnam War in, in Watchmen universe rather than lost it, right? So that emboldened Nixon to do more things, and and he got rid of the term limits, and so he'd been there for like twenty odd years or something in in Watchmen,
0: right? Yeah, um, yeah. See, I don't think that I don't think that Trump is the end game of the Trump. Play. No. I feel no. like it's kind of like if you really want to sell a house for cheap, you got to put a wrecking ball through it, right? Yeah. Like you want that You want that property to lose its value. So you let that wrecking ball loose, you let it destroy it, and then someone comes in after him and basically just, you know... Cleans house. Cleans house. Yeah,
1: this is... A Which lot of, is difficult to do when it's rubble. A lot of people said that he's Hitler, he's Hitler, he's Hitler, where I was like, you people don't know history, he's Mussolini, if anything... He, you know, he's he's even that kind of fat headed idiot. Mixed with a bit of Berlusconi. Yeah, yeah, mixed with that. Um he's he's no Franco or Hitler though. That's that's definitely the thing. Um he's too much of a fucking idiot, and too much of a clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um
0: he doesn't even seem aware of the ramifications of his
1: actions. No, especially. and he's not malicious enough. Nor is he. Nor has he got the the battle mind. And this is the first thing that Mussolini got in trouble for when they started World War Two. Is that the Italians immediately started fucking losing? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I don't. I don't see them as. Yeah, this is just depowering the U.S. somehow in, in the world, which is allowing time for India, Brazil, China, various places to rise. We'll see, we'll see. Well, that's it. They've got a lot of debt and they've got a lot of people and their social systems are kind of uh, buckling. I saw a fun one this week. Uh, Trump is apparently trying to um, give less money to the military Hmm. in order to get Russia to settle down on their military spending. Right. Right which is just dumb because Russia's not going to settle down on their military spending and it'll just mean the US has spent less on their military, Mm. which is something Russia would probably suggest they do. (laughs) So, you know, there's this again. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, okay, so Trump...
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, things are fucked over there. I I think that one's too hard to piece apart with... um,
1: no, yeah, with analysis. So I think we need to make a sweeping change. What's your recommendation? My sweeping change is yeah. actually what I'm going for is I'm going to use Trump as the example. Yeah. is that he's only going to get worse mm-hmm. with more power and mm-hmm. this proves an old adage that with absolute power absolute power corrupts comes absolutely. Absolute vodka? All right. No, yeah. 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 So this is still Wait. With absolute power comes absolute responsibility. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, it does. But that's not the same. So that, that would be in the Spider Man, you know, Spider Man is a leader. I mean, obviously, the, the thing I'd advocate for most of all would be like, we've talked about this before, my favorite Roman. Uh, that'd be Cassius. No. Um, Romulus. <laughs> nope. Remus. Nope. Uh, Augustus. No. Nope. Caesar. Look, I would have accepted Crassus even, but no, it's Marcus Aurelius. Not Aurelian? No, not Aurelian. Marcus Aurelius, okay. philosopher king. Yeah. And this is what I'd been advocating for a long time is philosopher king. We need a philosopher king to tell us what to do. And then the US elected Trump and I was like, wait, no, not like that. So, but it's still the, the paragon. It's just the person doesn't exist. We don't know who it is. I believe philosophy requires insight, which yeah. I think he's not got. He's not got. Barack Obama had insight and comic timing. <laughs> Look,
0: yeah, he was and he an was excellent ruth-
1: orator and yeah. all that sort of thing, and he was ruthless when he wanted to be. So he was a good warrior, philosopher, king kind of deal. Okay, yeah. So uh, I, yeah, oh, well, he he was kind of in oh, the but- mode. He's just too much of a peacenik, and he's enjoying his retirement too much. So you know, that's he's not the guy. No. But- The idea of the philosopher king would be the ultimate one because he's already a king, he already has absolute power, and this is the Spider-Man idea that with absolute power comes absolute responsibility. Yes. (laughs) Now you're speaking my language. But, I mean, because absolute power corrupts absolutely, the only real solution is... The Life, the Universe, and Everything solution. Douglas Adams' idea.
0: Oh, yeah, what was that?
1: That's a, someone who's in charge that has no idea they're in charge. <laughs> a bit of a Maxwell Smart of politics. Yeah, kind of. I, again, I'd like to link it back to the ancient Greeks because they invented all of these concepts. And if we were going to pilfer their styles of governance, I don't know why we didn't go with the Oracle of Delphi.
0: I'm not familiar with it.
1: Okay, the Oracle of Delphi was, okay, Delphi was the, the religious center, like the religious and spiritual center of ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. They had games there every year, basically. Um, the Delphian games were one of the, you know, like where the Olympic games come from. Olympic mm-hmm. games were in Olympia. The bigger ones were in Delphi. Um, it was, a and the games weren't just sports. They were cultural events where plays were just like, were um, displayed where um, philosophers went and spoke. It was this huge cultural thing. But because it was built around Delphi, um, Delphi was sort of like a larger capital for the other Greek cities. Like the Spartans would go to the Oracle of Delphi for advice, you know, on what to do with the coming harvest or to go to war or something like that. We'll be right back after these messages. Taxes getting you down? Just catch an Uber.
0: So you're suggesting there should be an oracle of the world?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's basically a mad woman who's locked in a cave and fed hallucinogenic leaves. And in the cave, there's also like vapors that rise from the ground that continue to make her madder. And priests will come in and interpret her ramblings as law and then hand that down. And that's- Oh no, no!
0: That sounds exactly like the Roman Catholic system. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just Rome again. All roads lead to Rome. Oh no, because no, Rome, the rip- like Ro- Rome- Holy Roman
1: Empire, Rome ripped everything off Greece. Like Rome is like Greece too. Yeah, except it's still happening. Rome. Well, the Holy Roman Empire. By so. that extension, by that mean, by that by that rationale, then the Greece is still happening. By extension, not quite as
0: like. Continuously. I mean, whether you track from like the Roman Empire or the Byzantine Empire or you go to the Holy Roman Empire, which, you know, some of them are only in name. Or the Ottoman Empire had massive uh, Roman designs even when they took over uh, uh,
1: Constantinople. Which was former Greek. The Byzantine Empire was Greek. Uh,
0: it, was, it, had, uh, it It had... It was...
1: You look was, through the list of kings. It was started named, by
0: Constantine.
1: It was yeah, named feel, for him. Yeah, but, like, they got, most of the kings are named Basil. It's fucking Greek as shit, man. Like, <laughs> I think it is.
0: Like, it's a mixture and in, in the way that a lot of Roman stuff is Greek-influenced. But, I mean, it they're was...
1: Extremely Greek-influenced in, in that they completely ripped off everything from Greece. And it's... it's like the, Rome has no a culture of its own; it's just a facsimile of Greece.
0: Yeah, but the reason why uh, Constantinople stood was for its massive walls, which were Roman in origin, mm-hmm. and they helped held in Roman emperors. And then those same walls became Beza- uh, Byzantine. Those same walls. Do you know why the
1: why it's called the Ottoman? Byz- you know why Constantinople?
0: Yeah, it's is, called Constantinople because of Emperor Constant.
1: Yeah, but you know why uh, Constantine? Do you know why the 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 empire based out of Constantinople is called the Byzantine Empire. Because uh, uh, they're getting Byzantine or dying trying. Because Constantinople wasn't fucking built by the Romans. It was built by the Greeks and it was called Byzantium.
0: Yeah. Okay, that... Yeah. And the walls... I mean, you've got me there. <laughs> yeah, it's but Greek. The, I mean, it's by that stage, though. I mean, it's kind of like a Greco-Roman, Ottoman deal by the time it's kind of become Istanbul and all that sort of thing. Yeah, well
1: it's, it's still kind of like By the time it became Istanbul, it's been part of the the Sultanate of Rum for however long yeah, after true. the yeah. the Seljuks and then the Ottomans took it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's had time, but they themselves they they also consider themselves a continuation of the the Roman Empire. Mm. Yeah. So they they carried on the 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 Greek Roman way. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, there's more
1: of a direct lineage there. Yeah. Um, Moscow c- claimed itself as the Nova Roma once uh, yeah. Constantinople fell. With sars instead of emperors and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Was Tsar being Caesar? Yeah. Just like Kaiser. Yeah. Caesar. Yeah. It, it's, they, I mean, they, Rome had its effects, but it was still a cheap sequel to Greece. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think it was like uh you know if 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 Greece was like a new hope then Rome was empire complete with the downer ending. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there was nothing good after that. That's actually a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm good at stuff. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, and then we just have to like we jump back to an earlier time to the Roman to to the um the Babylonians, the Persians and the Egyptians for the prequels. All right, in which point it all focuses around Jar Jar Binks.
0: So, so far we've done a lot of history and not a lot of uh, f- future futurology.
1: Yeah, uh, future, well, future prediction. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we can't find the 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 chosen one, the the philosopher king mm. to unite the world and mm. lead us against alien races and such, mm-hmm. um, which is what I expect will be the next stage.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I had thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, who better to lead us against the alien races than um, what's the name of old mate that was president in uh Independence Day? <laughs> Bill Pullman. Bill, Bill Pullman. Oh shit! Yeah,
1: yeah. unfortunately,
0: he's uh, preoccupied or predeceased.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we can't get him. Not predeceased. Post deceased. No. <laughs> no, but Danny DeVito is still doing things.
0: Jack Nicholson made a president in Mars Attacks.
1: I'm, I'm going off presidents. Get an absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to give absolute power to Danny DeVito and see what happens.
0: Look, I think we should uh, maybe continue with it, but we'll have dual presidents like there were, uh, you know, sort of dual prefects in the uh, in the pre-imperial, imp- uh, pre-imperial Rome. So you have two people that can overthrow each other. I liked the triumvirate. Triumvirate. Yeah, the
1: triumvirate. the triumvirate was manufactured though. Or the or the troika as it was used in uh the communist society.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, look, I think the Triumvirate was uh, you know, that was just a, a three way dictatorship that took it by force, whereas the dual emperors, which happened a couple of times, was a an actual uh legal political system that had Terms and whatnot.
1: Yeah, it didn't hold. And it was sort of divided by area. Yeah. Whereas I'm suggesting literally uh, a rule of well, three. Well, actually,
0: in later days, when it was the Sons of Constantine, it was uh, divided by region, there yeah. being East Rome, West Rome, and Central Rome. Uh, or was it East Rome, West Rome, and uh, Egypt? There or, was no Central there were there were three at one stage. Aurelian yeah. brought him back together, single-handedly, that being the best emperor by far. That didn't hold for very long. It held for another 180 years, something like that, yeah. Yeah, not long. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. He pulled it back together with his fucking hands. Yeah. you seen that Captain America thing where he's, like, holding, holding onto the, a helicopter? Onto the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Aurelian is the Chris Evans of Roman time. He wanted to do that shot without his shirt. The director had to convince him, Steve, or no, Chris, there's no reason why he would have lost his shirt from the last scene to this scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have minded. He, he does a great job. We'll, we'll be, be right back, back after, after these messages. messages. Do you have too many streaming services, Luke? Yes, yes, I do. Wouldn't you like it if you had one service that had all of the content on it?
1: I want them bundled in a, just one cable, please. Oh, well, that's interesting. Because
0: I have quite an offer for you. Did you know that if you go to HarryShavers.com, you can get a shaver? Really? I don't know where we're going <laughs> with this. <laughs> the best podcast with Dale and Luke now available in the place you're listening right now.
1: Oh man, Chris Evans in Knives Out. I still haven't seen oh, it. I, I highly recommend it. it yeah, is, I did yeah. take your advice and watch Baby Driver though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's a really fucking strange franchise. I had no idea that Baby's Day Out would have a sequel <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, who would have thunk it?
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to see where the third one goes because mm. the second one was very interesting. Yeah, well, Edgar Wright is back for a new Baby Driver, or he's
0: right in the screenplay at the moment. I don't know if it's right at the moment. What's the time in the UK right now? They're, they're 10 hours off, so it would be... About midday, yeah, he's working yeah, he's on it definitely, right now. He's yeah. working on it right this yeah. second. There we go. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, I don't think Kevin Spacey will be returning in this one. No, but I imagine it'll it'll probably cohere a little more with the first one mm. in this case, like in which the baby... You mean the second one? No, you know, oh. The, yeah, and baby will have to drive a baby. Oh, so you reckon this is a little bit of a sequel trilogy scenario in a which definite, there like baby, was... Yeah, well, there wasn't much reference <laughs> to Baby's Day Out throughout Baby Driver.
0: Yeah, so you reckon this will be the original Baby's Day Out director comes back... And he kind of retcons the middle one a yeah. bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the middle one was better in both cases. Yeah, but I mean, this, there, there is the potential for okay. So like the final destination. Don't know what I mean. <laughs> final destination. The first movie was done by one director. The second movie, which was better, was done by another director. And then the concepts were brought to like together in the third, but from the first director again. And it was just the wildest of them so far. So this is this is what I'm expecting. This is it's going to really open up the possibilities for Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, in summary, Edgar Wright and Ryan Johnson together are nominated as my two emperors of
1: Earth. Oh no. Yes. Ryan Johnson's not allowed to be an emperor of Earth. Yes, he is. No, I don't. I don't know that all his decisions are made. For good reasons, he will subvert our expectations. That's that's the problem. But what do you expect at the moment? It needs subverting. You see what I mean? Yeah, but he'll take, he'll continue to subvert expectations. This is this is like Mao and the constant constant revolution. I
0: see it as one of two two ways, right? He does. He fucking holdo maneuvers Earth, and we can just all be dead. That's not a terrible situation. No, Um, I mean it's a little earlier than we expected. But otherwise, it's fine. The other one is that he kills Mark Hamill. And, I mean, we will all be very disappointed because he is an international treasure.
1: He can't kill Mark Hamill. I still haven't asked well, Mark Well, he'll Ham- just fade out. No, like, but I haven't asked Mark Hamill if he'll be my real dad yet. Hmm. Or my new dad. Ship might have sailed on that one. Why? Because uh, Mark Hamill has
0: famously said he doesn't want to be your dad in particular. Really? When did he say that? Uh, Right. uh, You know, he had those press tours where he was being a little bit, you know, uh, lippy as far as Disney were concerned. Yeah. 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 He said it during that. Uh, He was like, I don't really agree with Ryan Johnson, by the way. I'm not going to be Luke's dad. He might change his mind. He he was referring to you when he said Luke's dad, right? (laughs) He might change his mind. Right. Yeah. Well, either way, it's got to be better than the system we've got. Yep. (laughs) Um, all right, so I guess uh, this has been a mini episode of The Best Podcast with Dale and Luke. I, of course, have been Dale. And I, of course, have been corrupted, absolutely. Yes. All right, do you want to get, hit us with your sign-off? I can't remember what it is. Yeah, you can. I believe in you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> ah fuck. Ah fuck. See you next time. The best podcast with Dale and Luke. Welcome to the best postamble with Dale and Luke. I've got some Dale. Why
1: are we doing We're a post-amble? We're doing a postamble. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Don't forget to check back. So this is like an epilogue.
0: Thanks for listening to the episode. I've course, some Dale. I've course, some Luke. All right. So next episode, we have a very exciting thing to show, which is going to be our review of Sonic the Hedgehog the movie.
1: Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. We've been waiting a whole lives for this.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I the 8-year-old inside me is uh dead. <laughs> yeah. All of the politics we mentioned did most of that really. Um but I mean <laughs> the, the 34-year-old <laughs> the on the external me is dead. <laughs> the 34-year-old casing around it uh is is just baffled by this film, and I can't wait to see it. Look, as far as I'm concerned, it's either going to be a swing for the... It's going to be a swing for the fence.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But that swing it's is going Jim, to be... Jim yeah. Carrey is definitely swinging for the fence with his performance. Mm.
0: Yep. And Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hodge. <laughs> the Hodge. The Hodge. <laughs> We're going to tell you whether or not in this next episode it is Sonic the Hedgehog or... Sonic the Hodgepodge? Yeah, that's yeah. I where I was going, Sonic the Hodgepodge, but I was looking for a Sonic <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, of the Hodgepodge. But yeah, Hodgepodge is good. Yeah, yeah. We'll use that. Yep. I actually have that one written in my phone too, so you, you beat me into the pulse. Yeah, look at that. Um, yeah, after that, we're going to show you a little bit of our current project, which is we've been designing tabletop RPGs. Yep, a choose-your-own-adventure. A fantasy role-playing game, if you will. And uh, we have got an episode where we make it up on the fly and then uh, we spend about a week uh, ratifying it, uh, scripting it, solidifying all of the rules. Making and it better. actually playing it. Yeah. Uh, which we've done one round of, and we're going to do one more round before we publish that. So that's what we've been on for a little bit, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to show you. Of course, you can also check us on our Facebook group, The Best Friends of Dale and Luke, where you can argue with us about the finer points in this episode, but I don't really see the point. We're right. Yeah. 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 It's been good. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't have said it if it wasn't correct.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. So you've been told later the best podcast with dale welcome to the post post sample with dale
1: and luke how many fucking little yeah that's right it's a marvel
0: credits thing oh you thought it was over but it's not over guess what thor's hammer is right there in front of me in the thing
1: this implies you're doing a musical interlude out out, and into and out of each of these yeah (laughs) uh,
0: yeah i guess so i mean yeah we'll do that um and what else did you have to say luke
1: I think this has been enough of these.
0: Okay, cool. All right, see ya.
1: The best podcast with Dale Welcome da- to the
0: Post, Post, Post sample with Dale and Luke. I, of course, am Dale. Oh, why is I this still ah. <laughs> The best podcast with Dale and Luke.